Welcome back to A Trip to Space. This week on the podcast, we're going to take a look at Mars, the red planet, the fourth planet from the sun. Was it active? Was there life? Is there life? Perseverance Rover and the Ingenuity Helicopter are making news all around the world at the moment for their efforts in unveiling some of Mars's secrets in the Jezero Crater. But they're not new. So what else do we know about the Red Planet? What's recently been discovered? Well, part of the idea of this show is that we take a look at some of the big breakthroughs in science, as well as some of the weirder ones. So we're going to look at mushrooms on Mars, volcanoes on Mars, and the sound of a helicopter on Mars. That's all to come. But first, mushrooms on Mars. A scientist dubbed the Space Tiger King has claimed that strange, puffball-like rocks on Mars are actually mushrooms. Microbiologist Dr. Xin Li Wei from the Chinese Academy of Sciences, astrophysicist Dr. Rudolf Schild from Harvard-Smithsonian and Dr. Ron Gabriel Joseph, aka Space Tiger King, made the claims after studying images snapped by NASA's Curiosity rover on the Red Planet and the orbiting high-rise craft. Their study, was has met been with skepticism from the scientific community, argues that what NASA called rocks are actually fungus-like specimens growing in the Martian landscape. The trio claim that these mushrooms seem to shrink, appear and disappear over a period of days, weeks and months. In one example, the team says there is evidence of fungi resembling puffballs on Earth, re-sprouting in tracks left behind by the NASA Curiosity rover. Way, Armstrong and Joseph have been sifting through NASA images of Mars for years and have shared their many discoveries with the world on numerous occasions. In April 2020, Armstrong and Joseph released a similar study on ResearchGate that also claimed mushrooms were growing on Mars. Throughout its mission at Eagle Crater, Meridiani Planum, the rover Opportunity photographed thousands of mushroom lichen-like formations with thin stalks and spherical caps, clustered together in colonies attached to and jutting outward from the tops and sides of rocks. Reads the 2020 paper that was not peer-reviewed. Those on top sides were often collectively oriented, via their caps and stalks, in a similar upward-angled direction as is typical of photosynthesizing organisms. Quote, their wild claims of life on Mars were controversial in the scientific community. Not exactly helping their credibility as Joseph's Space Tiger King nickname which appears to have been inspired by his personal BrainMind.com website which shows him posing with oversized sunglasses in front of a badly photoshopped space-themed background. The 90s-style picture does bring to mind the flamboyant zoo owner Joseph Maldonado Passage whose documentary gripped the nation last year. Joseph has made headlines in the past when he sued NASA in 2014 demanding they examine a putative biological organism, which he says he saw in Opportunity rover images. The alleged organism later turned out to be a rock. In the latest study, Joseph and his team insist they have seen proof of life on the Red Planet and included over 40 images in the latest study that supports their claims. The researchers point to Araneiforms, dark channels in the Martian soil, seen by Curiosity, as evidence of black fungi, mold, lichens, algae and other sulfur-reducing species. 
They say these forms can grow up to 980 feet in the spring when temperatures can reach 42F during the day and disappear by winter when temperatures drop to 9F. Study authors say this is a pattern repeated each spring and may represent massive colonies of black fungi, mold, lichens, algae, methanogens and sulfur-reducing species, growing on the Martian surface. NASA has previously stated that these massive arenaeiforms are the result of the thawing of seasonal carbon dioxide ice. However, study authors make the point that frozen carbon dioxide ice is not black but semi-transparent white, arguing they are actually made up of massive colonies of fungi and other living species. Along with sprouting from the ground, the team also claims to have found evidence of mushrooms growing on top of Curiosity. Images snapped by the rover of its ChemCam deck, which fires lasers at and analyzes surrounding material, were taken on Sol 51 that shows a clean device. However, jump ahead to Sol 1038 and part of the area is covered with dark material, which the team says is fungus growing on the edges. And the trio of researchers claim some species of mushroom were seen growing on top of the Curiosity rover in pictures taken of the vehicle by its own mast cam. Way, Armstrong and Joseph also looked through images of Mars taken by NASA's Opportunity rover explored the Red Planet from 2003 through 2018. One image, Opportunity captured chalky white-colored spherical formations on the surface, which the researchers claim are capped mushrooms sprouting from the soil. I've looked at the pictures. To me, they're rocks. Mushrooms look like rocks when you're looking down on them. They look like rocks. But... Who knows? One day we'll send someone there, they'll take a sample, and they might end up high. Um, so, Mars, let's carry on with this journey. What does it sound like when a helicopter takes off on another world? Something like this. For the first time, a spacecraft on another planet has recorded the sounds of another spacecraft. NASA's Perseverance Mars rover used one of its two microphones to listen as the Ingenuity helicopter flew for the fourth time on April 30, 2021. The solar-powered helicopter's flight was recorded by a microphone belonging to the rover's SuperCam laser instrument. The laser zaps rocks from a distance, studying their vapor with a spectrometer to reveal their chemical composition. The instrument's microphone records the sounds of those laser strikes, which provide information on the physical properties of the targets, such as their relative hardness. The microphone can also record ambient noise, like the Martian wind. With Perseverance parked 80 meters from the helicopter's takeoff and landing spot, the rover mission wasn't sure if the microphone would pick up any sound of the flight. Even during flight, when the helicopter's blades spin at 2,537 revolutions per minute, the sound is greatly muffled by the thin Martian atmosphere. It is further obscured by Martian wind gusts during the initial moments of the flight. Listen closely, though, and the helicopter's hum can be heard faintly above the sound of those winds. This is a very good surprise, said David Mimoun, a professor of planetary science at Institut Supérieur de l'Aéronautique et de l'Espace in Toulouse, France, and science led for the SuperCam Mars microphone. We had carried out tests and simulations that told us the microphone would barely pick up the sounds of the helicopter, as the Mars atmosphere damps the sound propagation strongly. We have been lucky to register the helicopter at such a distance. This recording will be a gold mine for our understanding of the Martian atmosphere. 
scientists made the audio, which is recorded in mono, easier to hear by isolating the 84 Hz helicopter blade sound, reducing the frequencies below 80 Hz and above 90 Hz, and increasing the volume of the remaining signal. Some frequencies were clipped to bring out the helicopter's hum, which is loudest when the helicopter passes through the field of view of the camera. This is an example of how the different payload instrument suites complement each other, resulting in information synergy," said Soren Madsen, Perseverance Payload Development Manager at NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California. JPL built Perseverance as well as Ingenuity and operates both of them. In this particular case, the microphone and video let us observe the helicopter as if we are there, and additional information, such as the Doppler shift, confirms details of the flight path. A spaceship has traveled more than 300 million kilometers, landed on another planet, deposited a helicopter, which has taken off and flown five times now. And we've just heard a recording of that helicopter flying against the wind of Mars. It's just incredible. This is why I love space science. It's why I love astronomy and planetary science. It's game changing. So will Perseverance find evidence of life on Mars? Well, maybe there could still be life there. Volcanoes on Mars could still be active, researchers claim, saying that it could mean life on the red planet was active within the past 30,000 years. University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Laboratory and the Planetary Science Institute discovered previously unknown volcanic deposits in satellite images of the planet taken by the NASA high-rise camera. The team said these images showed evidence of eruptions in the past 50,000 years, in the Elysium Planitia region, about 1,000 miles from the NASA InSight lander. Most volcanism on the Red Planet occurred between 3 and 4 billion years ago with smaller eruptions in isolated locations continuing up to 3 million years ago. The Arizona team say this evidence absolutely raises the possibility that there could still be volcanic activity on Mars and of habitable conditions under the Martian surface. This may be the youngest volcanic deposit yet documented on Mars, said lead study author David Horvath, adding that if we were to compress Mars geologic history into a single day, this would have occurred in the very last second. Quote, the recent volcanic eruption the team have evidence for produced an 8-mile-wide, smooth, dark deposit surrounding a 20-mile-long volcanic fissure. When we first noticed this deposit, we knew it was something special, said study co-author Jeff Andrews Hanna, the senior author on the study. The deposit was unlike anything else found in the region, or indeed on all of Mars and more closely resembled features created by older volcanic eruptions on the Moon and Mercury. Quote, Further investigation showed that the properties, composition and distribution of material match what would be expected for a pyroclastic eruption. That is an explosive eruption of magma driven by expanding gases, not unlike the opening of a shaken can of soda. The majority of volcanism in the Elysium Planitia region and elsewhere on Mars consists of lava flowing across the surface similar to recent eruptions in Iceland being studied by co-author Christopher Hamilton. Although there are numerous examples of explosive volcanism on Mars, they occurred long ago. However, this deposit appears to be different.
This feature overlies the surrounding lava flows and appears to be a relatively fresh and thin deposit of ash and rock, representing a different style of eruption than previously identified pyroclastic features. Horvath said. This eruption could have spewed ash as high as six miles into Mars' atmosphere. It is possible that these sorts of deposits were more common but have been eroded. Quote. The site of the recent eruption is about 1,000 miles, 1,600 kilometers, from NASA's InSight lander, which has been studying seismic activity on Mars since 2018. Two Marsquakes, the Martian equivalent of earthquakes, were found to originate in the region around the Cerberus Fossae, and recent work has suggested the possibility that these could be due to the movement of magma deep underground. The young age of this deposit absolutely raises the possibility that there could still be volcanic activity on Mars, and it is intriguing that recent Marsquakes detected by the InSight mission are sourced from the Cerberus Fossae. Horvath said. What is the Elysium Planitia? The Elysium Planitia on Mars is a broad plain straddling the equator of the Red Planet, lying south of the volcanic Elysium province. Lava flows dating back hundreds of thousands, not millions, of years have been found in the region. There is also evidence of volcanic activity as recently as 50,000 years ago and long gone ocean hundreds of miles wide. It is HTE landing site of NASA's InSight lander, sent to Mars to look for evidence of Marsquakes. Many of which have been found within the region. As David Bowie says, is there life on Mars? Well, probably. At some point in the distant past, there may well have been life on Mars. Uh, there's strong evidence of volcanic activity. We know that there are Mars quakes, which suggests some form of activity going on. And we know that there was water once roaming across the surface of Mars. I doubt there are mushrooms there. So NASA sent Perseverance, the latest in its family of rovers, to go to the Red Planet to search for water, to search for signs of life. And in its latest mission, it's in the Jezero Crater. But why? Katie Stack Morgan is a project scientist for Perseverance. You know, Mars is the closest place that we can reach with robotic exploration that we think had a really good chance of having ancient life. There are a lot of craters on the surface of Mars that could have once hosted ancient lakes, but not every crater that we think had a lake actually preserves evidence that that lake was there. In Jezero, we have probably one of the most beautifully preserved delta deposits on Mars in that crater. This is a wonderful place to live for microorganisms, and it is also a wonderful place for those microorganisms to be preserved so that we can find them now so many billions of years later. That was Perseverance Project Scientist Ken Farley speaking. So, is there life on Mars? We don't know. Evidence suggests there probably is. Perseverance is in Jezero Crater, which seems like a very good place to find it. And the next stage of the Perseverance mission, after it's been looking for life, will be to gather up lots of samples of rock, which a future mission will come and pick up and bring back to Earth. Here's NASA engineer Austin Nicholas to explain. So uh, starting from uh, after 2020 has deposited tubes on the surface, there are two more missions to go in bringing the tubes back to Earth. The first is a lander mission. It carries three major elements. 
a sample fetch rover, and a sample transfer arm that lets you transfer the samples from the fetch rover into the rocket. And a Mars Ascent Vehicle, which is a rocket that brings the samples from Mars into space. Meanwhile, the orbiter has also launched from Earth in 2026 and is making its way towards Mars, and it'll be in position by the time the rocket's fully loaded. The orbiter will then go to the sample container that the rocket's put into space, and then capture it, ultimately bringing them to Earth in 2031. And within four or five years of that, humans can be stepping foot on the surface of the red planet for the first time. Thanks for tuning in to the Mars special edition of A Trip to Space. See you next week.